Ephesians chapter 5. And uh, while you're turning to Ephesians chapter 5, also go to the book of Proverbs. And uh, we're going to spend most of our time in Proverbs tonight. We're going to start off in Ephesians, though. When you find Ephesians, we're going to go ahead and um, uh, read chapter 5, verses 8 through 17. Verse number 8 says, For ye were sometimes darkness, but now are ye light in the Lord. Walk as children of light. For the fruit of the Spirit is in all goodness and righteousness and truth, proving what is acceptable unto the Lord, and have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather reprove them. For it is a shame even to speak of those things which are done of them in secret. But all things that are reproved are made manifest by the light. For whatsoever doth make manifest is light. Wherefore, he saith, Awake thou that sleepest, and arise from the dead, and Christ shall give thee light. See then that ye walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise, redeeming the time, because the days are evil. Wherefore, be not unwise, but understanding what the will of the Lord is. Let's go about a word of prayer and we'll go ahead and dive right in. Father, we do thank you, Lord, again for tonight. Lord, we thank you for this morning and, and uh, Lord, just seeing Abraham's faith and, and how we can learn from it. And Lord, I do pray that you would just um, speak to our hearts tonight, Lord. God, as we look at your word, that uh, you would strengthen us, that you would encourage us. Lord, that we would learn tonight um, not to, to be as the fools of this world are. And Father, I do pray that you would um, Lord, just help us as we look at your scriptures. And again, just bless this evening's message. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Um, as you look throughout scripture and as you read your Bible, uh, God deals a lot about wisdom and the pathway of a fool. God had put multitudes of warnings in his word to help and guide us from making the wrong decisions and taking the wrong actions in our life. And I'm glad that he has, he's, he's given us his word for a pathway, for a light, for our paths, to be able to, uh, to know what direction and what uh, way to go in life. Um, and when a person gets saved, the Holy Spirit of God comes inside of us. And when we yield to his direction, he helps us stay away from doing foolish things. Uh, as, you, as you yield your life to the Holy Spirit, he will guide and direct you and help you make the right decisions. As you look here in verses uh, 8 through 12, it says here, For ye were sometimes darkness, but now are ye light in the Lord. Walk as children of light. For the fruit of the Spirit is in all goodness and righteousness and truth, proving what is acceptable unto the Lord. And have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather reprove them. For it is a shame even to speak of those things which are done of them in secret. Scripture says that we're supposed to walk as the children of light. We're to be the light to this world. To do so means that there are some things that we need to no longer have fellowship with. Instead, we are to now reprove them, to correct them, and to remove them out of our life. Before we were saved, we did some very foolish things. And we have formed habits of doing those things. 
Uh, These can be hard to break in our life, but in order to grow as a Christian, you will need to turn away from them. There's some things that we did in our past that were foolish, and and we've done them so much that uh, it's hard to break that habit. But to grow as a Christian, you need to break those things. Verse number 15 uh, tells us here that, See then that you walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise. We're supposed to walk circumspectly and not to walk the path of fools. And uh, so you probably wonder, I have no idea what that word even means. Circumspectly. What does that mean? Uh, Circumspectly means to walk cautiously, uh, with watchfulness in every direction, uh, with attention to guard against surprise or danger. Uh, so as you're walking through uh, through life, you, you need to know that you need to, to be on guard because there's some things that are coming in your life that are going to surprise you. There are some dangers in your life that are going to attack you. that are going to try to destroy you. And uh, a fool takes no heed to them, doesn't care, has a, no care in the world because they're just in their own way, in their own direction. But here God is telling us, keep a lookout, keep on guard, walk circumspectly be aware look look all around you you know uh be be sure that uh uh the steps that you take are on the right path one of um one of the ways that god has helped us to be able to to learn how to walk circumspectly is by revealing to us what fools do and how to avoid doing what they do and tonight i want to look at some scripture and discover some lessons that Christians can learn from fools. And uh, if you would, go ahead and turn your Bibles to Proverbs chapter 1. There's four things that we're going to, four lessons that a fool teaches us that we can learn from. Now, hopefully, these were lessons that you didn't have to learn yourself. or that you won't have to learn in the future. Um, the first thing I want to share with you tonight is that a fool refuses instruction. He refuses instruction. See, the Bible shows a difference between someone who is simple and someone who is a fool. A simple person is someone who may do something because they just don't know better, or they cannot comprehend what they're being taught. But a fool, however is someone who chooses to ignore instruction and would rather do things their own way regardless of what they're taught. If you look here in Proverbs chapter 1, verse number 22, Scripture says, How long, ye simple ones, will you love simplicity? And the scorners delight in their scorning, and fools hate knowledge. They don't like to know the right thing. A fool believes that they are right no matter what and will not listen to any type of instruction. Turn with me, would, to Proverbs chapter 12. We're going to be looking at quite a few scripture tonight throughout the book of Proverbs. I mean, as I was studying just about a fool, there's probably close to 200 verses that God deals with about a fool. And... Um, if I if I had all of them, we'd be here all night. <laughs> but uh, these are just four 
of many lessons that God has taught through Scripture of how not to act like a fool and not do the foolish things. Uh, Because God wants us to be wise. He wants us to take the right path. He doesn't want us to, to fall and to trip and to destroy our lives. He wants us to be wise, to be able to, to, to see the snares of the enemy, to see the, the snares of life and to be able to, to walk past them and to, and to uh, avoid these things out of our life. He wants to make sure that our lives are, uh, are, are fruitful, that they're not uh, destructive and, and um, that fools do. But a fool believes that they're right no matter what and will not listen to any type of instruction. Proverbs chapter 12, verse number 15 says here, The way of a fool is right in his own eyes, but he that hearkeneth unto counsel is wise. So we see here that a fool, his path, the way that he's walking is right in his own eyes. But he that hearkeneth or listeneth unto counsel is wise. A fool won't listen to counsel. Look at Proverbs chapter 23. Proverbs chapter 23, verse number 9. Speak not in the ears of a fool, for he will despise the wisdom of thy words. He won't even, he won't listen. He doesn't, he doesn't care. You may have the best advice of how to help him in his situation. And he won't listen to you. He would rather choose his own way. And he'll actually despise the counsel that you are in trying to help him with. Because he doesn't think that, that it will help him, but he thinks his way is the best. Foolishness in a fool usually begins when they are children. And has never been corrected in their rearing until it's too late. See, children need to be corrected and taught right from wrong. Children are very, very smart. And they can learn right from wrong very quickly. Uh, I think sometimes we, we, we take it uh, for granted just how smart children are. I mean, they, you, mean you, you look at some of these, these, these children, um, you know, even our own church, you know, they're one, two years old and, 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 they're, and, and they can learn several different languages and understand different languages being taught and, and told them and be able to comprehend that. And, uh, and here I struggle, you know, learning more than English. You know, <laughs> but the, these kids can learn. They're smart. Um, they 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 process things very quickly, and as they start to grow and they start to mature, they're going to start testing their boundaries. They're going to see, okay, what can I get away with before, uh, you know, um, before mom and dad catch me or you know tell me I, I can't do it. And they're going to keep on pushing those boundaries uh, because they're trying to figure out what's right and what's wrong. And as parents, we're, you're supposed to, to, to help and guide and direct and to train them uh, to walk the right path, to learn what is right from wrong. Uh, it just takes consistency in training their behavior. Look at uh, Proverbs chapter 22 and verse number 15. Just a chapter before we were just at. Proverbs chapter 22, verse number 15. Foolishness is bound in the heart of a child, but the rod of correction shall drive it far from him. Now, there's different ways of correcting a child, but there does need to be discipline and to show them this is consequences for wrong action. You don't do this. If you do this, this is what's going to happen. 
But there also should be, uh, in a way, you should be also teach them when they follow the right thing, uh, they should be encouraged to do that. And that takes training, and it takes consistency. Uh, because if, if, if uh, they do something wrong, and they get corrected, and then they do it again, and they don't get corrected, uh, they start to wonder, is this, am I doing, am I still doing it wrong? And so we, we have to have that consistency. Uh, look at Proverbs 15. <coughs> Proverbs 15, verse number 5. <clears throat> if parents do not take the time to train their children, to to help them and guide them and direct them as they grow, um, pretty soon they're gonna you're gonna see what happens in a fool's heart. Proverbs fifteen verse number five. A fool despiseth his father's instruction, but he that regardeth reproof is prudent. If we don't train them as as children and as they start to learn from an early age, because by the time they're teenagers, it's too late. It's too late. And then try the a father trying to teach their 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 son or their daughter. Now look, you can't do this. Uh, that's not going to work. You've already lost their respect. You've already lost them listening to you. And uh, and sadly, that starts to walk down the path of, of a fool because they won't listen to a parent's instruction. Look at uh, Proverbs chapter seventeen. Proverbs seventeen. Verse number 10. A reproof entereth more into a wise man than a hundred stripes into a fool. And this is the end result. If you don't correct your children and help them to know right from wrong at an early age, uh, by the time they're an adult and they look back, um, not even the, the, the stripes, not even discipline, not even being in jail, being in prison, it's not going to change them. It's not going to instruct him. It's going to be too late. A fool desires to only do the desires of his heart and know, um, and not to listen to instruction. Look at Proverbs verse, uh, chapter 18. It's the next chapter over. Proverbs chapter 18, verse number 2. A fool hath no delight in understanding, but that his heart may discover itself. And uh, as anybody who knows Scripture, um, the heart is not a good thing. Uh, out of the abundance of the heart, there's uh, the mouth speaketh because the things that we say, uh, the things that we, um, uh, the lies that we say, the, the things that come out of our mouth, it's already in our heart. Um, our hearts are deceitfully wicked. Um, actually, in Matthew chapter 15, verses 19 and 20, Jesus says, For out of the heart proceed evil thoughts, Murders, adulteries, fornications, thefts, false witnesses, uh, blasphemies. These are the things which defile a man, but to eat with unwashed hands defileth not a man. Uh, and so the, the fool desires to know what's in his heart. And, uh, and out of, in the heart, there's some, a lot of wicked things there. He'll end up doing a lot of these different uh, evil and wicked things because he's trying to figure out this is the right way to go. Proverbs 17, verse 16. Proverbs 17, verse number 16. Wherefore is there a price in the hand of a fool to get wisdom, seeing he hath no heart to it? 
And uh, when, when he's starting to search out his own heart, he, he does not want to listen to instruction. He'd rather see what's in his own heart. Look at Proverbs chapter 28, verse number 26. Now we're going a little bit fast here, but uh, um, a lot of Scripture tonight, and I, I really want you to look at these. Proverbs 28, 26. He that trusteth in his own heart is a fool. But whoso walketh wisely, he shall be delivered. Now, you've probably heard a lot of things in the world that say, just, just trust your heart. Uh, do, what your, uh, do what's in your heart. Um, God says, if you do that, you're a fool. You're a fool. It leads down the foolish path. You trust in your own heart, you're a fool. Because as I said before, out of the heart, as Jesus said, Proceed evil thoughts, murders, adulteries, fornications, thefts, false witness, blasphemies. Now this can go on and on and on. These things lead you on, on the wrong path. And lastly, as a, as a fool that refuses instruction, he refuses to turn from the foolishness of refusing instruction and to, to turn from that is to search out for the right knowledge. Uh, look at Proverbs chapter 1, verse number 7. So to, 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 for a way for, for fools to turn from the foolishness of refusing instruction is a search for the right knowledge. Proverbs 1.7 says, The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and instruction. Uh, you want to start to learn how to, to become wise and start to, to understand knowledge? Uh, you need to turn towards God. You need to start look, uh, looking and reading His Word and listening from the Word of God. Uh, that's the beginning of knowledge. Um, so not only does a fool refuse instruction, but he also refuses to be silent. A fool refuses to be silent. See, the Bible reveals to us that a fool is oftentimes detected by what comes out of their mouth. No one can completely tame their tongue, but a fool's tongue has no rain. It has no rain whatsoever. Look at Proverbs chapter 29, verse number 11. I mean, probably each one of these points you could probably spend a whole message on and learning and, and just diving into these things. There's so much truth here. Um, but I just wanted to, to reveal just some of these, these lessons that God's Word teaches us that, uh, sadly, that fools do. Proverbs 29.11 says, A fool uttereth all of his mind, but a wise man keepeth it till afterwards. Uh Go to Ecclesiastes chapter 10. It's the very next book in the Bible. Ecclesiastes chapter 10. This book was also written by Solomon. Ecclesiastes chapter 10, verse numbers 12 through 14. The words of a wise man's mouth are gracious, but the lips of a fool will swallow up himself. The beginning of the words of his mouth is foolishness. And the end of his talk is mischievous madness. A fool also is full of words. A man cannot tell what shall be and what shall be after him. Who can tell him? Have you ever been around somebody and they just talk and talk and talk and talk and you don't even know why they're even talking? And you know they just, they're just talking because they just want to talk and, and uh, they have no point in what they're actually saying? Um, 
that's the that's the path of a fool sometimes people that take and you, pretty soon you you wonder what why what was the whole point of the whole thing that they were talking about and um uh so you have to you have to be careful because um you know a wise man will keep his his words till uh when it's right to say a fool's tongue will also get him into a lot of trouble because they cannot guard their mouth uh proverbs let's go back to proverbs chapter 18 Just in case you're starting to get a little overwhelmed with all these verses in Proverbs, God's given us a lot of verses about not being a fool. Proverbs 18, verses 6 to 7 says, A fool's lips enter into contention, and his mouth calleth for strokes. A fool's mouth is his destruction, and his lips are the snare of his soul. They like to get them. They they get themselves into trouble because they they can't uh, they can't keep their mouth shut. <laughs> That's basically the root of it. A fool also loves to reproduce foolish speech and things that are not true. Look at Proverbs fifteen, verse fourteen. Proverbs fifteen, verse fourteen. The heart of him that hath understanding seeketh knowledge, but the mouth of fools feedeth on foolishness. They like to be around other foolish things that are being spoken. They like to to, to feed on lies. They like to feed on gossip. They like to feed on on stuff that is slanderous, that uh, is not true. And and I mean, you see you see it all over the news today. I mean, it's just it's just false after false after false and you can't you can't trust anything that you read anymore you have to you have to guard yourself because you don't know what's true and what's not and um but fools they like to 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 take that and they like to just uh, keep on spreading and keep on spreading it uh thirdly tonight a fool refuses to stay out of mischief a fool refuses to stay out of mischief a fool and mischief go hand in hand. They enjoy it. Look at Proverbs chapter 10, verse number 23. Proverbs chapter 10, verse number 23. It is as sport to a fool to do mischief, but a man of understanding hath wisdom. It's like a game to them. They, they like to do mischief. They they find enjoyment out of it. It's it's to them it's it's fun to do. Um, look at Proverbs chapter fourteen, verse number sixteen. Proverbs fourteen, verse number sixteen. A wise man feareth and departeth from evil, but the fool rageth and is confident. He that is soon angry dealeth foolishly. And a man of wicked devices is hated. Um, look at uh, Proverbs chapter 20, verse number 3. Proverbs 20, verse number 3. It is an honor for a man to cease from strife, but every fool 
will be meddling. You ever notice that some people just like to meddle in things? And they like to just kind of be in the middle of all the, the trouble that's going on and, and, they, and they like to kind of pit different people against each other and they like to cause strife. Uh, that's a fool. That's a fool. And uh, you should get hastily away from people that are like that. Proverbs 26. Proverbs chapter 26. Verse number 11. As a dog returneth to his vomit, so a fool returneth to his folly. You think that, you know, if a dog got sick that you just walk off, but after a while, looks appetizing and he eats it again. And he gets sick again and spews up. Uh, you know, so as same way with a fool. They never learn. They like to go, they like to get into mischief. Um, I mean, you look at... You look at some of these 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 guys that have, uh, you know, you got they got criminal records. I mean, lists long as long as long as can be, and yet, no matter how much they're corrected, they never learn. They keep on going back and doing the crimes and keep on doing the things that are wrong, because even correction and detaining won't stop a fool from causing more mischief. Look at Proverbs chapter twenty-seven, next chapter over. Verse number 22. Though thou shouldest bray or beat a fool in a mortar among wheat with a pistle, yet will not his foolishness depart from him. He doesn't take correction. He'll keep on doing it. A fool's mischief is often caused by uncontrollable anger. Look at Ecclesiastes again. Real quickly, chapter 7, verse number 9. Be not hasty in thy spirit to be angry, for anger resteth in the bosom of fools. Now, there's there's difference between a righteous anger and just anger, period, and getting all having a quick temper. Um, but when you have that quick temper and you get upset about every little thing, you're being foolish. The Bible says that you're a fool. Be careful that you don't allow anger to control and, and rest in your heart because it rests in the bosom of fools. Be not hasty to be angry. Um, so not only does a, a fool refuse instruction, um, he refuses uh, to be silent. He also refuses to stay out of mischief. But lastly tonight, a fool refuses to acknowledge God. A fool refuses to acknowledge God. A fool chooses to be ignorant of what's around him. If he cannot understand it completely in his way of thinking, then it doesn't exist. The earth on which we live and all the creation cries out that there is a Creator. But a fool willfully plugs their ears and puts blinders on their eyes. Uh, look at uh, Psalm. We're in Ecclesiastes right now. Let's go back two books to the left. So you go just a little bit past Proverbs. Look at Psalm chapter 92. Verses 1 through 6. It is a good thing to give thanks unto the Lord 
and to sing praises unto thy name, O Most High, to show forth thy loving kindness in the morning and thy faithfulness every night, upon an, an instrument of ten strings and upon the psaltery, upon the harp and a, uh, with a solemn sound. For thou, Lord, hast made me glad through thy work. I will triumph in the works of thy hands. O Lord, how great are thy works, and thy thoughts are very deep. A brutish man knoweth not, neither doth a fool understand this. See, fools do not understand the works of God and, and, and seeing God's handiwork. They choose to be ignorant of it. They look at it and they say, this just doesn't exist. And yet, we as Christians, we can see and say, can't you see all around you that it's just, you know, God is everywhere. In everything, it reveals himself. Uh, but fools choose not to, to, to see. Look at, let's go back to Proverbs chapter 17. So go back a little bit to the right there. Proverbs chapter 17, verse number 24. Wisdom is before him that hath understanding. But the eyes of a fool are in the ends of the earth. So what do you mean, do you mean by that? Uh, their eyes, they, they, they're not up and looking towards heaven. They're looking upon what life has here for them to, to, that offers them. Whether it's, you know, maybe, maybe their career, maybe it's, it's something that's earthly. They have no care whatsoever in the world to look up. They only focus on what's here on the earth. That's all, that's, that's all they care about. Uh, look at, um, uh, let's actually turn to Jeremiah. So, uh, keep your, uh, we'll, we'll come back here one more verse, but go ahead and go back to Jeremiah chapter four. Jeremiah. So we're in Proverbs, go a couple books to the right. We have Ecclesiastes, Song of Solomon, Isaiah, and Jeremiah. Jeremiah chapter four. Verse number 22. God here is speaking to Jeremiah and he says, For my people is foolish. They have not known me. They are sottish children and they have none understanding. They are wise to do evil, but to do good they have no knowledge. See, the children of Israel were where they loved to do the, the evil of this world, the sin of this world, but they didn't care about God. They wanted nothing to do with God. They didn't, they didn't care about what he thought, what he, what he was concerned about. Uh, they were like sottish children, spoiled children. And, uh, they had no understanding whatsoever, because um, they chose not to know him. Uh, let's go to Romans chapter one. Romans chapter one is in the New Testament. Romans chapter 1, verses 20 through 32. Again, fools choose to be ignorant of what's around them, even creation, because they refuse to acknowledge God. Uh, look at uh, verse number 20. For the invisible things of Him from the creation of the world are clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made, even his eternal power and Godhead, 
so that they are without excuse. So creation and things that uh, that are made, uh, they reveal God, His eternal power, and they also reveal the Godhead, the Trinity, uh, so that they are without excuse. Because that, when they knew God, they glorified Him not as God. Neither were thankful, but became vain in their imaginations, and their foolish heart was darkened. Professing themselves to be wise, they became fools, and changed the glory of the uncorruptible God into an image made like to corruptible man, and to birds, and four-footed beasts, and creeping things. Wherefore God also gave them up to uncleanness through the lust of their own hearts, to dishonor their own bodies between themselves, who changed the truth of God into a lie, and worshipped and served the creature more than the Creator, who is blessed forever. Amen. For this cause God gave them up unto vile affections, for even their women did change the natural use into that which is against nature. And likewise also the men, leaving the natural use of the woman, burned in their lusts one toward another, men with men, working that which is unseemly, and receiving in themselves that recompense for their, of their error which was meet. And even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, God gave them over to a reprobate mind to do those things which are not convenient, being filled with an all unrighteousness, fornication, wickedness, covetousness, maliciousness, full of envy, murder, debate, deceit, malignity, whisperers, backbiters, haters of God, despiteful, proud, boasters, inventors of evil things, disobedient to parents, uh, without understanding, covenant breakers, without natural affection, and uh, implacable, unmerciful, who knowing the judgment of God, that they which commit such things are worthy of death, not only do the same, but have pleasure in them that do them. That list is the, is the path that people take that is foolishness because they will they refuse to acknowledge God. And so they when so they turn their back on God and choose to, to go their own way and we see that results and that's a huge list of things that people do that are that are foolishness. They mock at righteousness and those who try to live for God. Uh, let's jump back to Proverbs real quick. Proverbs chapter 14 Proverbs chapter 14, verse number 1. Or sorry, 14.9. Fools make a mock at sin, but among the righteous there is favor. Uh, people who, mo- who make a mockery of sin, first of all, they, they mock God, but uh, secondly, they make a mock of sin uh, because they're a fool. They're a fool. Look at Psalm 14.1. Most of you probably already know this one. Psalm 14.1. The fool has said in his heart, there is no God. They are corrupt. They have done abominable works. There is none that doeth good. And uh, you could probably, next to that verse, you can probably easily put Romans chapter 1, verses 20 through 32. Those are the abominable works and the things that 
people do that are not good, that's a consequence because they say in their heart, there is no God. A fool who refuses to acknowledge God, they refuse to listen to the Word of God and to adhere to what it says. Uh, Luke chapter 24, verse 25 says, Then he said unto them, O fools, and slow of heart to believe all that the prophets have spoken. Uh, here you're saying you, you failed to listen to the prophets. You failed to listen to uh, those who spoke on behalf of God. And he called them fools. And lastly, let's look at uh, Matthew chapter 7. This will be our last, or second to last verse tonight. Matthew chapter 7. Verse number 24. Fools refuse to listen to the word of God and to adhere to what it says. Matthew seven twenty four says, Therefore, whosoever heareth these sayings of mine, this is Jesus speaking, and doeth them, I will liken him unto a wise man, which built his house upon a rock. And the rain descended, and the floods came, and the house, or sorry, and the winds blew, and beat upon that house, and it fell not, for it was founded upon a rock. And every one that heareth these sayings of mine, and doeth them not, shall be likened unto a foolish man, which built his house upon the sand. And the rain descended, and the floods came, and the winds blew, and beat upon that house, and it fell, and great was the fall of it. And it came to pass, when Jesus had ended these sayings, the people were astonished at his doctrine. For he taught them as one having authority and not as the scribes. Uh, you want to be a, a wise person? Obey the word of God. Listen to the word of God. When, when, when God's word says, you know what, you probably shouldn't be doing that. Listen to him. <laughs> He's trying to direct you from the, the path of the foolish. He's trying to direct you onto the path of the wise. Um, and when he says, and, and, and when we choose to disobey what God tells us that we should do, we are walking the path of the foolish. We're walking on that, that we're, we're making the same mistake that the foolish do. And uh, so we looked at just a few of these lessons. And as we looked at tonight, Scripture, I mean, we, we read a lot of verses tonight. And I did that purposely. Because I want you to understand, God has a lot to say about taking the right path. About avoiding the path of the foolish. He wants you to stay on the right path. He wants you uh, to be on that uh, the path of the wise. And so he gives us warning after warning after warning after warning of not to do the same mistakes and the same errors that fools do. I mean, you know, that's why the Proverbs is called the book of wisdom. To, to, we can learn from it and we can glean from it uh, because God wants to make sure that we don't make the same mistakes. You see, God had put multitudes of warnings in His Word to help and guide us from making the wrong decisions and taking the wrong actions in our life. And the verses that we looked at are but a very small portion of what the Bible counsels in regards to fools and their pathway. Uh, I mean, we probably looked at a good 20 verses tonight, if not more. Probably a lot more than that. But uh, anyway, um, just a small portion. It really is. And I mean, as I said before, you could probably take a uh, each one of the points that we, each one of the lessons that we learned tonight, and you could probably spend a whole sermon just on that point, 
and expounding on these verses because, again, I just glimpsed over them. I just, you know, we just kind of took a sapling tonight. We were, it was kind of like a buffet, you know. You just kind of, we just kind of took a little bit. And we just, and, but when you actually were to, to study these different verses out, they're so deep. They really are. Um, but I couldn't spend the time to really get in too deep because we'd be here again all night. And, um, uh, but God wants us to know wisdom. Before we were saved, we did some very foolish things. And the habits that we had, God uh, wants us to break those. He wants us to, to stop doing, doing the, the, the foolish things that we, ha- that we did before we were saved. And He helps us to learn to, to, to walk away from them. To no longer walk the path of the fool. And uh, we looked at four lessons that we can learn from the lives of fools. But there are many more lessons that you could learn. Uh, really, as you spend more time in God's Word, you'll learn more of these lessons of what to avoid, of, of how to walk the path of the wise. But even though you may be saved this evening, we can all end up making foolish decisions in our life. It's like the illustration that's found in Ecclesiastes chapter 10, verses 1-3. through 3. And I want you to turn there tonight. This is our last scripture, Ecclesiastes. It was a book right after Proverbs. Ecclesiastes chapter 10. Hopefully the lessons that uh, we learned and we looked at tonight will help you in your walk with God and with men and not to choose the path of a foolish person. We look here in verse number 1 of Ecclesiastes chapter 10. It says here, Dead flies cause the ointment of the apothecary to send forth a stinking savor. So doth a little folly him that is in reputation for wisdom and honor. A wise man's heart is at his right hand, but a fool's heart at his left. Yea, also when he that is a fool walketh by the way, his wisdom faileth him, and he saith to every one that he is a fool. So what verse number one means is uh, we may have been saved for a while, but all it takes is doing one or just a couple of foolish things and we lose our reputation. We lose our testimony. And we tarnish what God has helped us to become. Uh, uh, an ointment that's precious. An ointment that is, uh, that is priceless. And we can ruin that by the decisions that we make. We choose to do the things that are foolish rather than those that are wise. I mean, it's like, you know, taking the uh, really expensive perfume or, um, or even, you know, you know, sometimes you have a nice, nice meal that you've cooked and all of a sudden, you know, you're, you're about ready to serve it, you know, maybe a nice soup or something. And all of a sudden, these big old flies just get stuck right in it. And uh, pretty soon, you know, most people, you know, maybe just pick them out and just throw them away. But <laughs> I don't know about you, but I'm like, I ain't touching that now. <laughs> I'm not touching that. And, um, and so it ruined it, didn't it? And that's what foolishness does to a Christian. It ruins us. It gives us a bad testimony. And that's why when people in the world, they look at all the Christians who supposedly, in their eyes, are hypocrites because they say one thing and they do something else, it's because they're walking the path of the foolish and it's ruining what God is trying to make them to be. And so you and I, we need to be aware that, you know what, 
uh, God is creating something that's precious in you, that is uh, priceless. Because uh, the Bible says we're bought with a price, and that's the, the blood of Christ. And so we are that priceless ointment, but we can ruin it. We can we can give people a, a, to a point where, sorry, I'm not touching that. I want nothing to do with that. And uh, so that's why we have to have a good testimony. The four lessons that we looked at tonight are what fools do. So a wise person would do the opposite of what we looked at. A wise person listens to instruction. A wise person knows when to hold their tongue and to be silent. A wise person avoids mischief and sin. And a wise person chooses to acknowledge God's existence and His working in their life. Let's go ahead and bow in a word of prayer and we'll be finished. Father, we do thank You so much again for Your love. And um, Lord, I know it's just a maybe a little bit of a different message tonight, Lord, but maybe just a little bit more of uh, instructing and uh, helping us to, to, to avoid making the same mistakes that, that um, You have warned us about in Your Word. And uh, sometimes we may read these in Proverbs and we just kind of glance over them because we just... We don't really comprehend maybe what uh, the meaning that they're trying to, to speak to us. And, and uh, Lord, uh, perhaps I didn't do them as much justice as I should have tonight. But, um, Lord, just I pray that it was a warning and a, a help to someone. God, as we looked at these different verses, to, to help us not to make the foolish decisions, to, uh, to make the right decisions, and to walk the path of the wise rather than the foolish. And, um, Lord, you've given us these examples for us to learn from. And it would be a great mistake for us to, um, to, to put them aside and, and instead choose to continue to do the foolish things that we know are wrong to do. And Father, I do thank you so much again for your love. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.